Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the bird? <laughs> Thank you so much for being here today, and I hope you're having a fantastic day thus far. Before we do jump into today's stories, I just want to thank some rejoins and a new member as well. So I want to thank Matthew Burton, Tiffany Knockerbocker, Fred Gomez, Don Angel, Mick Songer with a join. I see you on Reddit, Mick. Thank you so much for the pronunciation tips all the time. <laughs> Larry and Anne Eturk. Thank you so much for your love, support, and time, and for everyone for taking 20 minutes or so out of your day with me and listen to a story or two it means the absolute world and let's crack on with today's stories much love guys Now, our first story comes from Lock4356899. Am I the asshole for getting a lock for my office door despite my husband's disapproval? Me, female 32, and my husband, male 36, have been married for 10 years, and we have two kids. My husband is currently unemployed, but I recently started working from home in my office for five hours. The thing is, my husband would constantly barge into my office and interrupt my work over simple requests he could get done himself. My work is usually with group and we constantly have group meetings to discuss projects. Requests such as, can you fix this issue in my phone? Can you get the kids ready while I take a shower? Can you watch the oven while I make this phone call? Complaining about dishwasher, faucet, mixer, computer not working and asking me to stop working to get them fixed. He'd send the kids in all the time for me to brush their hair or fix a zipper. I've talked to him about how this has been impacting my work. I already handle the chores when I'm not working, so I think five hours of work should be respected. He'd apologize and say he didn't know, then do it again and say it was spontaneously. Two days ago, I had an important meeting and he barged in, interrupted my meeting, asking me to fix his tie because he was going out later. It was horrible in front of my colleagues and superiors. I bought a lock later and installed it. When my husband got home in the evening and saw it, he looked absolutely shocked. He asked what the lock was for, and I replied that because of him interrupting my work sessions, this was my only way. He sent the kids to their room and argued saying, I can't believe you want to act like the kids and I are not even here, and lock us out like that. I argued I didn't appreciate how disrespected my boundaries and thought the lock is the solution after I've exhausted all options. He pitched a fit saying the lock is not a good solution and expressed how hurt he was feeling. He asked, imagine how the kids are going to feel when they see it. Then went outside to smoke. He kept saying, I should remove it. Am I the arsehole? And I imagine this is an, uh, an issue a lot of couples have faced, you know, with lockdown and stuff like that. 
And it's a new challenge for many couples, you know, a lot of people haven't experienced this. So it is a big learning process, I think. However, I do think that you are not the arsehole in this situation. I totally understand that you have to work and someone barging in when you're in the middle of a work meeting, it looks totally unprofessional, be it at home or not. I, I know a lot of workplaces do understand that stuff is going on. My previous workplace, when I had my like nieces and nephews come over and they stayed over like to sleep over and things, bad planning on my part because I had work the next day and I was in my, my Monday morning meeting and <laughs> a nephew comes in behind the camera and I was like, oh, I'm really, really sorry. But they were very, very understanding of it. And I think a lot of companies will be. But at the same time, it is a hurdle that needs to be overcome if, you know, this is the long term for many companies now. And I can understand, you know, it happening as a mistake here and there, but it sounds like he's purposely doing it, like, you know, sending the kids in to have their hair brushed. And it does interrupt the work day. And it's, it's like me, if I get interrupted in my work day, you know, like someone knocks a door and I have to go and pick up a package or whatever, it, it really knocks the flow of of how I'm doing things and slows me right down. So I totally get I totally get it. So I'm gonna say I'm not the arsehole, but I think it's one of the ones that, you know, can be solved with a conversation if the guy isn't a total arsehole. So let's go to the comments to see what they say. And we'll start with Malachi saying, you just want to pretend like the kids are and I aren't here. And then says there's an obvious response to this that might help get it through to him. Then that is, yes, I want to pretend like I'm away from home in an office while I work, and I'd like for you all to pretend the same. What you're asking is no different than it would be if you worked five hours a day in an office. And he desperately needs to respect that. Not the arsehole. Janie says, not the arsehole. If he respected your boundaries and working time, then a lock wouldn't be required. Lyndon and Bloom says, not the arsehole. You are working from home. It's not mummy time. It's not fix the sink time. It's working time. He needs to get his head around it and respect that. That being said, some people have a hard time with the work from home concept. Simply can't get their heads around that it's work time. Even if you're sitting in your own home. He sounds like one of them. Have you tried putting it this way? Husband, would you drive one hour to my workplace and ask me to fix your tie? Would you send the kids by bus to my office to have me comb their hair? This is my office. These are my working hours. And it doesn't matter if I have to drive to an office building or walk across the hall in our house. I'm working. Salty Porpoise says, not the arsehole. My husband and I both work from home and I got a lock for the same reason. He barged in singing while I was on a video call once. That was my last straw. And Fox Freak says, not the arsehole. Pretty sure if you placed a do not disturb sign on the door, he'll ignore it and still barge in. You did good by getting a lock. And if you're worried about the kiddos, explain to them that mummy needs to work so she can put food on the table. And when mummy is working, no one can go into the office. And I'm pretty sure the kiddos will take to that boundary better than your husband does. Maybe you could ask your husband to read your post and comment so he gets the picture. Now, what would you do if you found yourself in this situation? Maybe you have been in this situation over lockdown and COVID and all that kind of stuff. Let us know what you did and your thoughts behind this post. Maybe you have a different opinion on the matter. Would love to hear it. Let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. Oh, and I might have my own. I don't know if it's an entitled people story about when I was in London and I went to down to use the spa because I thought I'm having a little bit of a relax while I'm here. So I went down to use the spa area and, you know, it's got a steam room, jacuzzi, a small pool, not a big one. 
And basically there was about a family of 12 in there and they was stood one side of the pool and the other side of the pool and they were skimming two balls across the pool. So you stood at the side and you kept getting hit with water. People were getting hit with these balls and stuff like that. And I'd be interested to know. I'll tell you the full story because there's a lot more to it at some other point. But I want to know your opinion if you think it was entitled of those people or not in a spa area or should they be entitled to do so? But I'll tell you another time. Next story, next story. <laughs> And our next story comes from specific problem 3443. Am I the asshole for not taking my husband to my brother-in-law's funeral after he went against my sister's wishes? My sister's husband was sick for over six months. In the past couple of months, he got worse. They have two kids, nephew four and niece six. I agreed to take the kids in to look after them and help my sister focus on her husband. A week ago, I got a call at 6.50 from my sister crying to tell me her husband just passed away. It was so devastating. I was still in bed when I got the news. I checked on the kids and they were asleep. I had to go see my sister and be with her. I asked my husband to keep an eye on the kids and warned him to not tell about their father's passing till their mum gets there and tells them herself in her own way. Since she made me promise to wait till she tells them herself. He nodded but said, telling them the sooner the better. I told him it was none of his business and he needed to respect their mother's wish. He said I could go and he'd watch the kids. An hour later, my phone rang while I was with my sister and it was my husband telling me to get home ASAP because the kids had a breakdown after he told them their father passed. I was dumbfounded and so, so mad and helpless. I asked why he told them, but I couldn't hear his reply because the kids were crying loudly in the background. Their mother heard and figured that they found out. She told me to drive her own to see them. I apologized for what my husband did, but she didn't respond. We got home and it was a mess. My heart sank seeing the kids crying for their dad like that. Their mum took them inside the room and shut the door. I lost it on my husband and he said he didn't want to say anything, even made them breakfast. But when he heard the kids talk about what they were going to do when they see their dad soon, he felt the urge to tell them. I yelled at him for going against my sister's wishes. He apologized to my sister, but she said she doesn't want him to see him because the kids stopped talking from their trauma. He wanted to go to the funeral, but I told him my sister doesn't want to see him and I'm respecting her wish. He got upset, saying I excluded him from a family event, which was unfair and flat out petty. He said he couldn't help it, so I shouldn't hold him accountable because it just happened. But I felt ashamed and a major letdown for my sister because he stated her wishes and he didn't respect them. Now, husband in this one clearly has a different mindset to me because even if like I made this huge mistake and accidentally told the children about their father passing away, which I wouldn't do anyway, but if I made a mistake and somehow did that and then the wife of the husband said to me, said that they didn't want to see me again or whatever, I would respect that. I wouldn't insist on going to the funeral as well because it would just cause additional drama. The person doesn't want to see you and you turning up, that's not going to be a good look and that's going to that's gonna cause even more drama around this family than you've already done. So I can't say you're the asshole for doing what you're doing just by respecting your sister's wishes in this tragic time for that family, for your family. Amon Chi says, not the arsehole, I was babysitting for a family friend while they were at the hospital saying goodbye to their other child. I knew that their son had died, but I kept my mouth shut and loved on their daughter, who was talking about going to see her brother, until they got home because it was 100,000% not my place to say anything. Didn't even cross my mind to tell her, even though I had to leave the room a few times to wipe my eyes and regain composure. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Bougeard. My word. And Witchy Crochet says, not the arsehole at all. Do not take the responsibility of your spouse's act onto yourself. You clearly expressed your sister's wishes. He made the choice to go directly against them. Your sister had every right to not want contact at all with him after that. Who knows how the kids would have responded or been more traumatized seeing him again. You are not petty. You're trying to love and respect and support your sister in a time of grief. And Nacho Peligroso says, not the asshole. Now your husband wants to show up and cause drama with the widow at a funeral. Is he crazy? You need to take a very hard line with this guy. Loudest Town says, and quotes, I shouldn't hold him accountable because it just happened. And then says, no, he did it. It didn't just happen alone. He did it. What an asshole. He can't even own his own actions. And for him to be creating more drama in a moment like this? Disgusting. I hope he realizes how bad he screwed it and worked to earn yours and your sister's forgiveness. Banff says, not the asshole. Your husband is a real piece of work. He goes against your sister's explicit wish, then wants to ignore the fallout of that action by ignoring her next wish, and has the gall to consider her unfair and petty. Your husband needs to grow up and understand that actions have consequences, and he should be held accountable for what he did. Honestly, your husband sounds like he has narcissistic tendencies, with a caveat that I have never met the man. Considering that he is concerned only about his feelings and what is fair to him after all the pain he has caused your sister and her family, he should consider himself lucky if she ever speaks to him again and not worry about going to the funeral. Now, what are your thoughts on this one? What would you do if you was OP in this situation and your partner had done something similar? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Sunday Evening 356. Am I the asshole for calling my son's boss? Uh-oh. I'm a widow living with my son Jason, 21, in an apartment. He works a day job from 8am to 2pm. Lately, he's been having problems with his car breaking down for several reasons. He's planning on getting it fixed at the end of this month. So the situation took place yesterday, when Jason was at work and didn't come home till 5. He's usually at home 2.30pm. I called several times starting from 2.30pm but got no response. I tried every 10 minutes but he didn't pick up. I started getting worried at 4pm and I called his friend who's a co-worker of his but, but he said he didn't know whether Jason got off work or not and he already called Jason but got no response. It occurred to me to call his boss as a last resort because I legitimately started worrying because like I said, the car Jason drives isn't stable. I asked Jason's friend to text me his boss's number and I made the call almost immediately. His boss told me Jason was working extra hours till 5 and assured me everything was fine, just that Jason had been busy with work. Jason came home, stayed quiet when eating his meal and pretty much ignored my questions about why he didn't bother to text back and ease my worried, racing mind. 
He looked at me then told me he's planning on moving out soon. I was taken back. I don't pressure him to pay rent or take his time to help with anything. I asked him why and he blew up suddenly saying he was not a kid and that I should never have called his boss and made a fool of him like that just because he was two hours or so late for lunch. He called me controlling and paranoid. He said this doesn't seem to work because despite the fact that he's an adult, I treat him like a 10 year old chasing after him whenever he goes just because he lives with me. He said I needed to understand his need for freedom and claimed I had no respect for him as an adult. I argued that it wasn't like I was treating him like a kid, but was just worried and quite honestly frustrated to not receive a text back after I stated I was worried for him. I mean, he could have been involved in an accident for all I know. He said those thoughts were my problem and insisted on moving out next month. We haven't talked all day and he spent his time in his room by himself. Now I gotta admit, when I read the title straight away, am I the arsehole for calling my boss's son? I thought instantly you're going to be the arsehole and going through it, it was still the arsehole, but I still did have some empathy for the person, you know, being concerned for a loved one. And I know it's over the top from what we're seeing in this post, but I can't get over, you know, being concerned about a loved one. I think it's a, a natural response sometimes, but I do get that they would still be the arsehole in the situation. Just simply, you know, calling every 10 minutes, calling the boss is just way too much. And it's one of the situations where mum just has to let go. They clearly haven't let go yet. The guy's 21, he's an adult, but mum is clearly still hanging on here. And I understand the love, but it's too much. And instead of like son accepting the love and being happy with it, all that sort of stuff, you're pushing him away. You're pushing your son away because of it, because of being too overbearing. And if I go into the realms of, you know, guessing what's going on but in the background, there was like um third from last paragraph where it said he called me controlling and paranoid. So there was obviously more that's happened than just this one situation, you know, so I can kind of understand where this, where the sun would be coming from. So I am going to say you're the arsehole, although, I'm, you know, I'm all for love and support and stuff, but it just seems way too much in this situation to me. But McWacker says, <laughs> you're the arsehole. It sounds like he's sorter on the money here. If he's at work, he's probably busy. You shouldn't expect a response every time you get a message. Most workplaces have a no cell phone policy anyways. It sounds like he probably has many other examples of why he feels like he has no freedom as a 21 year old, which is why he wants to move out. Mr. Lake Show says you're the arsehole, but I'm guessing this story from your son's perspective is a little different with more stories of you being overbearing. It's understandable to be concerned about your son, but wait on sounding the alarm until he's been a bit longer than two hours. If my mum called my phone every 10 minutes, called my coworker and my boss because I got stuck at work for a few extra hours, I'd be extremely annoyed. Yep. Disney Addict says you're the arsehole. Your son spelled everything out for you, yet you still don't get it. I understand worrying, but calling his coworker and boss was over the top. You're treating him like a little kid and embarrassing him in front of his boss because his mummy was calling to check on him. My goodness, what did your parents do in the time before cell phones? JM Golden says you're the arsehole. Not even two hours had elapsed and you were panicking in the middle of the afternoon. Maybe it'd make more sense if it was 4am. It's nice that you care about your son, but it sounds like you need to give him some more space and autonomy. Mr. Soup6969 says, you're the asshole. Calling, texting a couple of times is fine, but every 10 minutes, then calling the coworker and his boss, that's quite excessive and probably won't help him out at work. Honestly, it's probably time for him to move out if he can afford it. And we'll have one more from Alice in Weirdo Land who says, you're the arsehole gently because I understand how anxiety can skew your perspective, but you're creating an untenable environment for your son. 
You said he's usually home at 2.30. You started calling him once every 10 minutes after 2.30, so if he'd gone out with friends or gone to get a coffee or something, or just stopped to fill up his gas tank and got caught in a line, you'd have been badgering him right at 2.30 on the dot, because your mind goes to, he could have been in an accident, not, he's running late. You called him nine times, once every 10 minutes for an hour and a half, instead of just sending a text asking him to call you. Then you called his friend, because he was out of reach for an hour and a half. Then you called his boss. That is humiliating and comes across as unprofessional. Again, I can sympathize because I know how anxiety can be a really paralyzing force, but he's an adult. Even if he hadn't been working late and just wanted to do some shopping or hang out with a friend, he shouldn't need to check in with you every time he's going to be out of the house in a time frame that's not your usual schedule. It makes sense that he wants to move out if it's the only way he feels like he can live without someone constantly breathing down his neck. Look, I'm saying this because I've been there. If your mind goes to horrible car accident and not he's running a few minutes late when someone doesn't conform to your exact schedule, your mind is running in unhealthy circles. Please, please take it from someone who's been through this and seek therapy for your anxiety. CBT and DBT are two types of therapy that can really help you learn how to reframe anxiety-inducing thoughts. If they're not successful on their own, medication is even an option but it's not good for you or for your relationship with your son for you to continue this way. Some great advice there as well at the very end. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Do you think mum is in the right? Do you think mum's in the wrong? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and your verdicts on all of today's stories if you choose to share them. It'd be absolutely amazing if you do want to get involved. Good to be back from London. I know it was only like a day and a half, but still, I was like... Oh, I gotta read a story. <laughs> Thank you so much for your love, time, and support. And I will see you in the next one. Much love, guys. Boxes are defeating. Purpose always fleeting. I poise questions to the ceiling like an answer gonna come. Truth is too revealing. Life is easier concealing. All emotions to the start on your heart going numb. I shouldn't be in drive. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. want to feel alive more i feel hurt all the time boy i can't see straight i've been